0: It's the most wonderful time of the year. That's right. It's actually the most heartbreaking time of the year because you realize only one out of 12 people can actually win the championship. We're going to try and help you get there. Talk about week 16 matchups. Hopefully helping you make some of the right decisions. So let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. Okay. Talk it up. Here we go. (laughs) It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday, people. The 23rd of December. Two more days until Santa Claus is not coming because he is not real. Santa Claus comes to town in two days, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let anyone tell you anything differently. Uh, Get into the Christmas spirit, however you need to do so. Um. You know what's the most underrated Christmas snack, by the way, is just gingerbread, but not gingerbread from like the market or or sorry, the market Walmart or you know one of these places that's like a a massive company. You have to find real baked f- from scratch gingerbread. That is one of the most underrated snacks from Christmas. I'm not an eggnog person. I can't do eggnog, but uh, I, gingerbread. I love some that. gingerbread.
1: I don't remember the last time I've had gingerbread. That's how relevant it is
0: in my life. Yeah. Change that up, bro. Figure that one out. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. All right. I hope whatever you're going to do for Christmas, you're with family. You're doing well. This is our last podcast of the year. So we will be back in the new year. But this is the last podcast of the year. We're going to take a break, hang with some family, you know, throughout the holidays. Then I'm going on a on a nice little vacation. And uh we'll blessing. be back. We'll be back to cover the entire offseason with you. We're gonna talk mm-hmm. about obviously the rookies coming in, talk about dynasty. We got a bunch of things that we're gonna cover in the offseason. Free agency, you name it. It's 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 all gonna go down, and we're excited to cover it with you, just like we did last year. All right. Let's get into this uh to some news. What is going on here? Okay, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill still on the COVID list. There's a chance that they're able to get off the COVID list, yeah. but as of as of right now, it it looks like it's a true 50-50 shot at this point.
1: Yeah, if you are Travis Kelsey owner or Tyreek Hill owner, you have to have other I guess people in place if they don't if they don't check out before or check in for Sunday's game. So have a couple people in mind. I think we'll talk about that today during the podcast. But yeah, it's not looking good for them.
0: Yeah. Hey, Austin Eckler is a massive name who was just placed on the COVID reserve list. That was literally yesterday. So mm-hmm. it's it's new news and there was originally the report. Oh, no, we think he's on the list. Oh, no, he's not. And then the next day, they're like, actually, yes. Yeah, he's on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. Uh, imagine playing with people's emotions like that in fantasy. I think he could be on the COVID list. Uh, nope. You're actually good, everybody. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> he's on the list. Uh, this is a crucial player for a lot of people who are fighting to get to the championship week. Yeah. Only I mean, thing I would say is hopefully you have Justin Jackson on your bench because he, he had a really good game last week Mm -hmm. when Eckler was dealing with that, with that ankle injury and they're playing Houston. So if Eckler misses this game, Jackson becomes someone that I actually think you could start.
1: Yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. in the playoffs, it it could be, it definitely could be a possibility. You know, this is so hard. I think I want to avoid him at all costs. Even if Eckler doesn't play, you know, I think, what's, for example, Ronald Jones or um, Justin Jackson. I feel like that's, I, pretty, I feel like that's pretty hard. And that's a yeah. really good like. I think meaning. I said
0: Justin Jefferson. I can't remember now, but Justin Jackson. Yeah, that's what I meant to say if I said Justin Jefferson. Anyway, I think I would actually go Justin Jackson because I like the matchup. It's at Houston. They give up a ton of points to the running back position. They're top seven in fantasy points last week against Kansas City. He only played 54% of snaps, so he was splitting time with Eckler. And he was very, very effective. You know, 13 carries, 86 yards. I think if Eckler's gone, he'll get more work in the air. There's not another running back that takes the pass-catching work from Jackson. You know what I mean? Right. 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 So, personally, yeah, I I think both Ronald Jones and Justin Jackson, I agree. There's a lot of risk there. And hopefully you're in a position where you don't have to choose one of these guys. You know, you mm. just have stars that are that are mm-hmm. set. But I think, Jackson, if you have Eckler and you don't have a better option, I would start him if Eckler doesn't play. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a lot of injuries. Um, Joe Mixon, there was a bit of worry because he had an ankle injury in last week's game. But he practiced Wednesday and quote from Zach Taylor says, I think Joe's feeling pretty good which means it's all signs towards him playing with his full workload on Sunday. Yeah, that's great. I mean,
1: if he plays, you start him. Look, there's so many injuries and COVID stuff happening. It's just so up and down yeah. with these COVID stuff and injuries. I Mitchell,
0: think Mitchell Mitchell was ruled out by the <laughs> way for Thursday. That's something that we should definitely we'll yeah, talk about.
1: I think I guess a guy I want kind of want to preference this, I think like moving forward especially next year, it seems like there's a trend. You know, like if they had COVID right after the game, the chance of them playing on Sundays, it's pretty slim. So I feel like depth at, the, at every position is kind of key. Yeah, Maybe like that's also a conversation we should be having going into next year. Not yeah, like you and that, I, just that
0: like... That comes down to each commissioner and yeah, each fantasy league, football, how they want to approach it.
1: Yeah, fantasy football commissioners in general having, you know, should I be... Trying to yeah. go for maybe maybe that extra third quarterback if both of my quarterbacks have COVID? Yeah. It's so weird. I
0: know. it's it's a good question. I mean, what what sort of uh, procedures should we be putting in place to avoid this? Because let's be honest, fantasy should be fun. You shouldn't you shouldn't be in a position where Austin Eckler, you know, it's you're fine, you dominate all year. You're in the championship. Now Eckler's out. Now Kelsey's out. Can you imagine a team? There's a team out there that has Eckler, Kelsey, and Hill. And they're probably right now, you know, in the semifinals. And they're probably gonna lose, even though they were the best team all year long. That is and and they probably had a bye week this past week. They probably had a bye week.
1: Their players didn't even play. They were chilling. Next week their whole team is out. Like that
0: sucks. That does suck. I hope no one who's listening is in that position. That's that is seriously unfortunate. Another name was Brandon Cooks. He was also added to the to the COVID list. So that's, that's a big name to watch as well. A lot of people have been flexing him. Look, there's a lot of people on COVID list or injured. My biggest, biggest advice to you is the sleeper app alerts. There's actually a way to add fantasy football alerts. If it's uh, even a remotely relevant fantasy player, you will be notified. Mm-hmm. We will not be live this week because we'll be with our family. So you need to rely on Twitter and on the Sleeper app, um, the alerts, because there is a ton of very fantasy relevant people who could be out this week. It sucks, mm-hmm. but it does. you're right. I mean, what will we do maybe in the future to try and avoid these kind of things? Um, Pat Fryermuth is another guy. I hope he's he's back this week, but... Hopefully, you've got your backups, your handcuffs. You never know what can happen. But um, let's go ahead and, and get into into the matchups, unless you have anything else that you want to say on it.
1: No, I think... I mean... Excuse me. Should we, like... Should there be a running back... I'm trying to think. Like, Imagine we have R- RB1, RB2, and then we have, like, an RB1, RB2 safety
0: net you know like you just have i guess that that comes in the <clears throat> form of subs you know if, yeah, if yeah. you have to you know if someone misses you have a sub and you tell your commissioner before the week hey this person's on the covid list if he doesn't play i'm gonna sub in this player you have to say that before the matchups happen that's an option you know maybe subs will become a part of these fantasy apps maybe it's a conversation that happens another idea that i had i don't know if it's fair maybe it maybe this isn't as fair as a sub but Let's say you lose Travis Kelsey and you have to play, I don't know, Russell Gage, for example. That sucks because Russell Gage's upside is nowhere near Travis Kelsey's. Maybe the rule should be, and it's always up to commissioners, whatever the projection was is what you get if the player doesn't play. Who knows? I mean, who knows? At least you know you're going to get like the 19 points that were projected for that player. So,
1: oh, that's so difficult.
0: I don't think it's I would difficult. like that. I know, yeah, I, I know it's difficult. I don't think I would like that one. I know, but then you play Russell Gage instead, or whoever was on your waivers, you play MVS, you play Alan Lazard. I think, you like, know, you play Tyler happens, Boyd. They get what, four points for you. And what you're like, bro, like, Tyreek would have gone off, you know? like It's sometimes it, there, it's a two-edged sword, though. bro. It's a two-edged sword.
1: Projections are crazy sometimes. And I, I, I agree. think that's I where agree. that's where it's like that gray area, you yeah. know? like... It, for for example, like Matt Barretta's projected four points, he's probably not gonna he's probably gonna get less than one.
0: If you get that, <laughs> four, know, you, know, you can win with those four points. That's true, but the stars normally their projections are pretty on point. It's either you know they hit them or they go higher, or or it's just a bus week. So I I get it. Yeah. There's no perfect way around this. All right, let's talk about uh, matchups. Excuse me, can I talk you for a minute? Excuse me, can I talk you for a minute? All right, we got the eight and six Colts who are surging in the AFC. Mm-hmm. At the 10 and four Cardinals, this is going to be an interesting game because the Cardinals are kind of trending the opposite direction while the Colts are trending in the right direction. I mean, the Cardinals are coming off a game where they just lost to the worst team in the NFL. Not anymore, actually. Not the worst team in the NFL anymore. The yeah. Detroit Lions. The Lions. Um, do you think the Cardinals have what it takes to bounce back? Because I, I, a lot of people might be betting on the Colts here.
1: Uh, no, I, I'm 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 putting my money on the Colts. If I had if I had to choose who was going to win this and put some money on it, I'm I'm putting it on the Colts. I think this team is the I guess the more talented team on offense and on defense. Mm. You know they have the number one running back in the in the NFL right now. They have Michael Pittman. This offensive line is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I mean Darius Leonard is just such an X factor for that team. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy about him? This whole peanut punch, right? I understand the origin of peanut punch, but at some point, it actually it goes, "Hey, thank you, Tillman, for what you did for the peanut punch," but it's actually Darius Leonard who who does it more than anyone in the in the history of the. I feel like he gets a, a turnover forced every week. Yeah, it ha- from it, from a peanut punch. He I
1: think he is just strong. Youth I mean, I would have to look back at, you know, these force peanut punches. Like how is this person holding the ball? You know, know. it's like was it did they have, you know, have it underneath their, their elbow, kind of, and then have their arm wrapped up? You know you know how I'm talking, how yeah, they have the I other know. arm? Like, I is know. he punching it like that? Like, if he's if He has, he's has punching it, down it out to like a that science. It's
0: routine for him now. Yeah, it's, if he's punching crazy. it out
1: with two hands covering the ball, he's just stronger.
0: And it's cool that he's, like, he, no other linebacker has really taken that on to the point where it's a routine for them. Like, this is just what they do. Mm. It's going to be an interesting game. Colts are super, super hot right now. Kyler missing D hop. We'll see what that looks like for this offense. It's, this is going to be a great game. I hope it's a high scoring game. JT playing with confidence. Pittman has been struggling. I don't think you're going to have much better options and the Colts are probably going to be able to score, which means Pittman should be more uh, necessary for this team. Wentz is so interesting, man. You don't play him in fantasy, but. So interesting for when they go into the playoffs. If he's going to be the reason they win or lose games, I I, I, really I think, so think well. it's going to come down to it.
1: I think so as well. I mean, he he's doing some great things so far. I mean, eight and six is not terrible. This yeah. is first year he missed. I don't think he missed a game actually.
0: No, he no he, he almost missed a game despite you know the uh, two ankle injuries. But yeah,
1: but no, I think I
0: think he's. I, I, think I got he's a question about forward. these running backs though because there's going to be people who might have Edmonds and they don't know if they can start him. It's there's not much confidence from last week at Detroit. And and by the way, this is a matchup where they were down. Yeah. And Edmonds got one target. He finished with under six points. Now we see James Connor. He had more targets, but even he was bad for fantasy. Who do you do you feel like you have to start these guys? I mean Connor maybe you have to start him because of what the totality of the season has shown us
1: yeah i think it's up in there you know james connor actually missed practice on wednesday uh so it's going to be interesting to see to see what happens with him it, even if he's like is he going to play so mm. i think it's i think for me if james connor plays you start him and the confidence you still have to have in him yeah. whether he is not getting the ball on the ground i'm pretty confident he will get the ball in the air you know, and then yeah. when it comes down to Edmonds, I think the only way he can get the majority of of the snap percentages is if he is hot, like right. he's just going or off if right now.
0: Connor doesn't play, to be honest. Yeah, or if Connor I, doesn't that's play, that's kind of where I'm sitting. If I don't think I'm playing Edmonds unless Connor doesn't play, I agree. It feels like before the injury, Edmonds was a guy in the air, right? Mm-hmm. And that was clear. Connor was the the bruise bruise it type guy, but. They realize he can catch the ball, and he mm-hmm. can be that do-it-all do running back for them. I don't know if that's going to change now. And, man, it would be so hard to trust him at this point with your playoffs on the line. I, I would rather not play any wide receiver here, but Ertz is, uh, is my start of the week, actually. Last week, I told you to start Hunter Henry, and I think he, he did quite well. Yeah, two touchdowns over 85 yards. Yeah. Uh, You couldn't have asked for much more from from him. Now, Zach Ertz plays the same defense who gives up the second most points to tight ends. Without D-hop, Ertz is... He's gone from a luxury item to an absolute necessity for this team. Mm -hmm. A focal point of the offense. Last week, without D-hop, 11 targets. And I just think he's going to be so necessary to the Cardinals' game plan. So... If you have him, you should feel good to start him, and obviously think, you can start Kyler Murray as well.
1: Yeah, I personally think Ertz is the number one option on this team moving forward.
0: Yeah, out of everyone, you mean he'll be the most targeted.
1: Yeah, like I think he, I think he's Kyler Murray's also favorite, you know, over Green and more. You know, Green is a deep, deep ball type guy. You know, how about Kirk? Up.
0: I mean, are you are you going to start him? Just there's a lot of confidence, maybe from last week. What happened last week? 12 targets. I, I just can't. I can't
1: start him. Not in okay. the playoffs.
0: You know? Don't want to risk it. Don't want yeah. to risk the dud game. I get it. Mm-hmm. I think there's worse options, but I, I definitely get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I would actually like to see the Colts win this. I want to see them in the playoffs. So, a win I think, increases I think there's no chance. doubt. I think there's no doubt the
1: Colts are going to make into the playoffs and they're going to be good. Well, contenders. if they
0: lose this, they'll be 8-7. and seven, And the playoff picture is... It is tough to get into the playoffs in the AFC, man. I mean... The Ravens are eight and six, and they're out of the playoffs. That's insane. Well, they're eight right, and six right now, out of the playoffs. Right now, the Colts are fifth in the AFC. Uh huh. So and that seventh spot is held by the Bills, who are eight and six. So, some uh, they they one, really need to win this game. The Colts need to win this game because if they if they lose and the Ravens win, who knows what it looks like.
1: A good team is going to miss the playoffs this year. A positive team is going to miss the playoffs.
0: Yeah, in the AFC for sure. I don't That's, know about the NFC.
1: That sucks.
0: It does suck. I mean, there was a year the Browns were ten and six; they didn't make the playoffs. So this feels like one of those years for one of these teams. Um, yeah, no. mm-hmm. The eight and six Bills at the nine and five Patriots. This is going to be an interesting game. Another, Got a rematch another. of uh, the weather game. Yeah,
1: that is that, the weather game.
0: Do we do we know uh, any weather reports from New England?
1: No. <laughs> Do you know the in Fo- in Foxborough, like? I think I think it's gonna your it's, classic. It's uh, always a
0: chance at snow, so I mean, hopefully, uh, hopefully, it's it's decent weather. Honestly, though, that always worries me. Playing, you know, obviously, you're gonna start the stars in this matchup: Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, um, Damien Harris, Hunter Henry. These guys, you're gonna start, but it does worry me. With these teams that play in the north, because any second it could be snowing at this time, yeah. and that could really impact your chances of winning your fantasy playoffs. Um, but I mean, we're not meteorologists. Do you know anything about the weather? Did you research anything? <laughs> yeah,
1: so I mean, at the moment, it just looks like it's just going to be cloudy. Okay. Um, we'll take cloudy, yeah, cloudy high of 37 with winds. Seven miles per hour from the north northwest. So I mean, it looks like a typical game of Foxborough, one p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on Chris on technically the day after Christmas. Boxing I say, Day. I was gonna say a Boxing Day, but
0: Boxing. Let me ask you a question. Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone in America knows that. And uh, yeah,
1: yeah, that's if you are in America <laughs> and the twenty-sixth December twenty-sixth. What, what is this? It well, here is Boxing Day in Australia. It's yeah. Boxing Day. It's like uh, the, one of the biggest days. They love yeah. it. Why? Don't get it. No idea. No idea why. It makes no sense, but no. Nope. For some reason it's a thing.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't get <laughs> it. Um in this game I have a, a couple questions. There's a there's a lot of on the edge players in this game. I personally am leaning towards unless I don't have better options not starting these guys with my playoffs on the line, but I mean Gabe Davis for example, Cole Beasley has COVID. He's not going to be back for maybe two weeks. And Gabe Davis has been... I mean, he's been really good. He's kind of taken all the attention that Sanders and Beasley had and kind of combined it into one player in the last two weeks. He has four touchdowns in the last three games. Are you riding this hot hand against a really good defense or avoiding at all costs?
1: I think... I think you have to kind of ride it purely because Cole Beasley is out. Yeah. Like, it makes it so much more comfortable for you to start someone like a Gabriel Davis in this scenario. And I'm just going to throw a couple of names out. Oh, excuse me. I'm burping a lot today. Sorry. That's really disgusting. (laughs) Gabriel Davis, right? And I'm going to say multiple names. So just bear with me. Obviously, Russell Gage. I think we will say both Russell Gage.
0: Yeah, I would say Russell Gage.
1: Uh, Gabriel Davis, K.J. Osborne.
0: I would actually go Davis. I don't have okay. a ton of confidence in Osborne right now.
1: Gabriel Davis, Chase Claypool.
0: Yeah, that's hard. That one's really difficult. I would go I would go Gabe. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, what, I would go. I mean,
1: Gabe. I think I think this is also a good a good even medium. Gabriel Davis or DeVonta Smith?
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going Gabe Davis cuz I I need to know that my quarterback can give me the upside of a big game. Okay. So. And the last
1: one, Gabriel Davis and let's go Darnell Mooney.
0: Yeah, I would I would go Darnell because I think those guys are pretty even, but I like Darnell's matchup better. So I guess yeah, there are scenarios where there, you can. There's start so many Gabe. people. I mean,
1: I can I I can even say DK. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah,
0: you got to go DK there, but I agree. Yeah, like uh, so Knox is people. someone that you can absolutely start. How about Devin Singletary? Because I guess now he's the workhorse. I mean, twenty-two carries last Sunday. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> it feels like a really trap. <laughs> like this feels like a typical trap game to me. A uh, hundred. If you start Devin Singletary, though,
1: a hundred percent. I think in a desperation, if you need to start Devin Singletary, go for it. But I don't think you should start him. Feels like um, a trap, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not comfortable starting any of these guys in the backfield. This game could be can go either way, honestly. This th- this could think,
0: be a 3 to 6 game. That's how this game could finish.
1: But to be completely honest, I don't think that's going to be this game. The Bills, yeah, you
0: know, it could it, yeah, you're right. It could they, go anyway. They
1: were not happy with their performance last, like, you know, the last time they played. They were hindered by the weather and they were like, "You know what? We're going to they're going to pull out all the bells and whistles this time," I feel like.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. How about on the other side of the ball, Hunter Henry? You can start. You know he's amongst those that tight end group where anything can happen. Jacoby Myers, honestly, I I would like to look elsewhere, but there are worse options. My big question, because no one's starting Mac Jones in a one quarterback league mm-hmm. against the Bills. My big question is, what about Damien Harris and Ramondre Stevenson? Where does your confidence level lie with these guys?
1: I think if Damien Harris plays, you you had to start him and yep. i think and i think if you don't have anyone else then that's okay i mean i can throw out another i could throw another you know group of names for damian harris just so you can have an understand damian harris or aj dillon
0: <sighs> i i think i would actually go aj dillon personally damian harris or saquon i'll go saquon
1: okay damian harris or chuba
0: Yeah, that one's a little bit more difficult. I'd probably go Damien. Okay, but I mean, I feel like this is what these are the people that these are like. This is what people. How about this? How about Jeff Wilson tonight, or or Damien Harris? Because I think I would go Jeff. My name's Jeff. Without I will go go Dame. That's so
1: hard. That that one's hard. Yeah,
0: I think I will go Damien still. All right, so in the scenario that Damian Harris doesn't play, is it fire up Ramondre again and just believe that the Patriots and, are going to be a better team this this week? I think so, yeah. You, you have, have to I agree. You have All to. right, the eight and six Ravens at the eight and six Bengals. This is a huge game, ladies and gentlemen. I'll say it again, hey. Okay? Because one of these teams is out of the playoffs and the other team is the four seed. Okay. The Cincinnati Bengals are eight and six leading the AFC North. The Ravens are eight and six and they're out of the playoffs. So whoever wins this game will be the division leader. And <laughs> after this game, with only two games left, they will have the best chance to be the team, not oh, they were a good team but didn't make the playoffs. Imagine if they tie and the Steelers beat the Chiefs. Oh my wow. God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Three teams at eight, six, and one. Oh my god, that would be crazy. Oh, I mean, I that would be fun. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if if Lamar plays, do they have a better chance? Yes, of course. I that, yeah, I just wanted to address that. Tyler Huntley, amazing, amazing game. But this team is better with Lamar Jackson. There Absolutely. shouldn't be any questions. Um, you look at the totality of his career. This team has always been better with Lamar Huntley. Is just a very very good backup. So hopefully Lamar plays. Uh, But there is a star of the week in this matchup for me, and that is Joe Burrow. You thought I was going to say Mixon, but Joe Burrow. Ravens, they've been so banged up in the secondary. I mean, feels like every week there's another season-ending injury. They give up the eighth most points to quarterbacks, and Burrow's been pretty good. He kind of reminds me of like a Kirk Cousins this year. They've been just super consistent, and... Very reliable. He's a quarterback nine on the year. And on eight occasions, he has scored over 22 fantasy points. And they have played Baltimore already this year. That was in week seven. In week seven, it was a massive game for fantasy. And Joe Burrow threw for over 415 yards. He had 416, three touchdowns, over 33 fantasy points the reality is when you have the weapons that he has in Chase, Higgins, Boyd, Mixon, I mean, you could go for 30 fantasy points on any week. I like the matchup. I think this is a shootout-type game. That's what it feels like to me. So Joey B is my quarterback start of the week, and I would start him with my playoffs on the line. Let me ask you this. Dak Prescott has been so bad for, yeah. for fantasy as of late. Would you rather have Dak Prescott or versus Washington or Joe Burrow this week. No, it's Joe Burrow. Uh,
1: I put my my, my face Burrow. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Dak Prescott quarterback 12 on the year. Joe is number 9. He's the comeback player of the year for me. Joe is? Yeah, I don't think there's anyone else. I mean,
0: I I think Nick think Bosa should be heavily considered.
1: Comeback offensive player and then comeback defensive player? Yeah, sure.
0: I don't know if I don't know if that category is separated into offensive defense. I don't no? think it is. Okay. Well, I but think Joe, If it is, I agree.
1: Yeah, I think I mean his one his recovery was so fast. Yeah. Two, I he's mean played well. he's played great. He's like I said, quarterback nine. He has up the potential to finish top top five potentially. potentially. Yeah. Top eight
0: is safe, but yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. Definitely should be considered. You know, Nick Bosa. I just think has been. He's been so good, like a top five defender in the league. Good coming off the ACL injury. That's the only reason I, I would slightly lean him because I think. But then you have to come back to the discussion. Well, who's more important to the team? It's always going to be the quarterback. It's always a quarterback. It's and always a quarterback.
1: How he got injured, how fast he came back, how he's leading the team to the playoffs in his second year. I mean, yeah. that that's a that's a story.
0: It is a story. I agree. Uh, You play Lamar if he plays. Um, There's no doubt about that. Mark Andrews. Maybe you want Tyler Huntley to be the quarterback if you own (laughs) Mark Andrews because it's just like a a honing in on Andrews. I'll say this, though, about this receiving core. If I have Hollywood Brown, my confidence level is much higher if I have Lamar Jackson because I think the connection between those two players is much stronger than what Huntley has with Hollywood. There's a lot of targets, but there's not a lot of deep plays. And on the deep plays, Huntley misses him, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I agree. And
1: yeah, everything you said just right. You know, the connection is great. It's so much more there's so much more connected. Lamar and Hollywood. So yeah, if if Lamar plays, your your confidence it should be through the roof.
0: All right. How about Bateman and Freeman? Personally, I don't want to risk my my playoffs on these guys. Yeah. Um okay. Bateman Freeman, now, Freeman now. What do we do with the wide receiver core in Cincinnati? Avoid Gabriel Davis or the wide avoid? receiver.
1: Gabriel Davis or the wide receiver core.
0: Uh, yeah, I would, I would start Chase over a Sorry, lot okay. of people. Yeah. Okay. And besides Chase. Chase and Higgins, Chase and Higgins over Gabriel Davis. Yes. Yeah. For me, okay. definitely. Say less. I me. think this is this is a high scoring game, so I I would rank Jamar as a top ten guy this week. That's his upside. Pittman, or sorry, not Pittman. Um, Higgins is like a top 15, 20 ranked player for me. I think yeah. this is a, a, a massively high-scoring game. I, I could be wrong. Like, anything's possible. But, I mean, I would play T. Higgins over, like, Terry McLaurin without a, a clear quarterback. That's that's where I kind of feel on that. Wow. I, even Wow. Even a, a Mark Cooper m- because of how poor he's been. DJ Moore, Odell. So, I'm pretty high on on those guys this week. Okay, um, Joe Mixon, do we feel good about Joe Mixon?
1: Yeah, if
0: if he plays, and he's back
1: him. and he's healthy. You start him, absolutely.
0: All right, the four ten, the four and ten Bears, Chicago at the Chicago five and nine Bears. Seahawks, bunch of teams who are out of the playoffs. Um, I need the Bears to lose here. Why?
1: The draft, we have a we have their pick. Ah, uh, you have their pick. Okay, right, right, right.
0: Come on, baby. Keep Do you losing. feel like we're gonna see a defeated Seahawks team though? I hope not. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, actually, they're out of the playoffs. There's no way they make the playoffs at this point. Like statistically, I guess there's still a chance, but there's no way they make the playoffs. So my thought they process would be eight, is nine.
1: You don't have a first round pick. Well, you fight for the playoffs.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't, I don't even think,
1: think they have a second round pick.
0: Yeah, I don't remember, but they've gone all in at the wrong time, unfortunately. Uh, Russ feels like an okay start. He did get a little banged up at the end of that last game. Look, honestly, I do think there are better starts than Russell Wilson this week. The Bears aren't a bad defense by any means. Aaron Rodgers destroys him, but that's because he's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there's, there's quite a few quarterbacks that I'm willing to start over Russell Wilson this week. Like Kirk Cousins, for example. Yep. Obviously, like Lamar, Joe Burrow, like I said, I would still start Tom Brady over him despite missing those weapons. Maybe Taysom Hill, maybe I would start Taysom Hill over him. It's it's rough for for Russ right now, and he just he's doesn't look like himself. Yeah, I agree. He doesn't
1: look like himself. I'm not really sure what's happening there. Um, maybe he's just done this this season of Russell Wilson being a Seattle Seahawk is done. He needs to go to a bigger city. One that they call the Big Apple. One oh, on the really? East Coast. Really? One that could wear, you know, that nice blue jersey. huh? Nah. Something I would actually special. like
0: like to see Russ in uh, in New Orleans. I think that would be fun to see him there. I just don't get see, see any weapons back. there. Michael but, Thomas, yeah. Alvin Kamara. I think. I, get another guy in free agency. You're I mean,
1: is Michael Thomas going to go on to the Julio trend?
0: Ah, who knows? Who knows? But there's plenty of free. Get Chris Gowin, Who knows? Pay him big money. I mean, Jamar,
1: Jamar Jefferson and and, um, Jamar Jefferson, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are the new Julio and and Michael Thomas.
0: Next gen. gen. Stepping up. That's crazy. Uh, uh, DK Lockett, I think despite the inconsistencies for DK, it's going to be really hard to find a receiver with higher upside. I think you can start those guys. How about. Rashad Penny where where does your confidence level sit with him because personally I was a little bit disappointed because we had all this talk about him being the guy and then DJ Dallas gets like a a ton of work doesn't make Mm -hmm. any sense yeah it doesn't make any sense he
1: was injured though he did get injured and he was in and out of the game if I'm not mistaken you know the thing is DJ Dallas had the work in the air where yeah. Penny, you
0: know, if you, if
1: I'm not mistaken, DJ Dallas had like eight, nine carries, but Penny had what, 13, 14, something like Penny that? Penny had
0: 11, so okay. it was close. But it was pretty much, honestly, it was a split workload. And that makes me really worried to start Penny because this is a decent defense. And what if it's DJ Dallas on the goal line again instead of Penny? That really worries me. I think there are better options this week, but I, I he agree. could have a good game. I just think I want to avoid the unknown. I think on the other side of the ball, though, Montgomery is a really good start. I mean, this this defense oh, is yeah. really bad against the run. So Montgomery and Mooney feel like guys that you could start this week with relative confidence.
1: Can I say this? This is pretty early. Okay. 2022, Monty can can go back in the top 10.
0: As in? A top 10 drafted running back. Or finish? Okay, right. Finish. I like,
1: with Justin Fields on the center, you, the expectation the whole year, the offensive he's line. He's going to get is- better
0: in the offseason. Things are going to. Yeah, everything
1: out. is going to happen. I mean, I don't know if you see the way Monty runs. It's ma I think he runs. Like, I love a running back that runs like that. Mm, with power, yeah. with strength. Like, Agility. it is crazy. It's about just,
0: drive. It's about power.
1: Correct. I don't know the next line. <laughs> we stay hungry and devour. <laughs> That's right.
0: Um, I, I agree. Monty's in Dynasty. He might be an interesting buy, but.
1: I like Monty. I don't know. Just watch when I was watching Sunday night, Vikings Bears, if I'm not mistaken. The way he was running oh Holy shit,
0: shit that was such a hard game to watch.
1: But Monty, I was like, oh,
0: I got excited yeah. when I saw Monty. There was highlights for sure. All right, the seven, six, and one Steelers at the 10 and 4 Kansas City Chiefs. Except, no. This isn't the Chiefs. This is all the replacements. Uh probably not Tyreek Hill. Probably not Kelsey. Again, it's 50 50 shot on those guys. Harrison Butker, the king himself, is Brad out. GGs. He's out, and uh, I—he's my kicker.
1: What's crazy? I
0: love him on this offense, and now I won't have him, so that's unfortunate. Well, actually, I mean, it could happen.
1: The Steelers could win this game mm-hmm. Really because Kelsey and I—it
0: actually just clicked. Yeah, and. The Bengals and Ravens could actually talk. I've been hearing a lot of people talking about this game this week. <laughs> you know what's going to be so funny is if the Chiefs just come out and they just put up like 40 points on this team. And everyone's like, oh, okay. Nope. This, will be,
1: this will be a good indication to see if Patrick Mahomes can make everyone around him relevant.
0: Pringle, Hardman, yeah. all those guys. Because we have I we really I, I agree seen it though. To an extent, I agree to an extent because there will be a time during this 10-year you know, contract for Patrick Mahomes where Tyreek and Kelsey move on. They won't be on this team. They'll retire or whatever it looks like. There will be that time. That time will come. But to be fair, that will be in the works and it'll be part of the plan for the Chiefs. So having a week where it's a short week and you get this thrown at you, it's hard to say that this is what we can judge that off of, but we will be able to see a glimpse into it. Yeah. But when those players move on, there will be entire off seasons for them to find out who's next, what connections that he has. You know, those connections are so important for a quarterback. So I agree. This is going to be super interesting. And honestly, it wouldn't be crazy if the Steelers won this game. It would not be crazy despite, you know, with, with everything that's going on. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't blow my mind. That's what I'm saying. uh, 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 I never know. You never know. Um, on the Steelers' side, the ball Najee coming off an absolutely awful game. This is a good matchup though versus the Chiefs. And if you have Najee, maybe you hope that there are struggles for the Chiefs so he can keep, um, getting a ton of work and ton of opportunities in this game. Man. There's not a worse offensive line to watch than the Pittsburgh Steelers. It, it's honestly shocking. Every time <laughs> Najee touches yeah. the ball, there's a defender in his face three yards behind the line of scrimmage.
1: Yeah, it's unlucky. I'm excited for unlucky. next year. I'm excited for the offensive line, for the Steelers to invest in offensive line, and Najee is just going to be like, oh my God.
0: Yeah, Hopefully. You can start him. You can start Deontay. Uh, You can start Pat if he plays. These are all guys that you can start. You don't have to think about it. You kind of just play them, and they dominate or they don't. Um, Claypool, I I do think there are better options than than Claypool. This Chiefs Chiefs defense is pretty decent, and uh, I would rather not trust him at this point in the playoffs when there's been better matchups and he hasn't proven it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know the upside there, but I don't know, man. You just it's can't. Just, you just hard. can't
1: do it. You just can't do it.
0: Yeah, I don't like if he put if he scores twenty points. All right, he's on my bench. I regret it. But if I start him and he gets three points, and I lose, still that will destroy me. It's like if he does get twenty points.
1: It's like what a performance. Yeah, like it's a lose lose.
0: Well, that would be a win if you started him, but... I mean,
1: it would be... Yeah, and then you will be pissed at yourself. And or somebody yeah. would message us,
0: why'd you tell me to start Chase Claypool? Uh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. You know, like... I, I, you know what? Uh, Big Ben himself was almost the start of the week. I just couldn't... I don't want to rely on him in the playoffs, but there's worse quarterbacks to play. Like, I would play Big Ben over us, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs give up the third most points to quarterbacks in fantasy, so... I don't know if anyone out there is in a two quarterback league, and you know they're curious, but I think you can start Ben if if you know you need to. This is going to be a, a really fun game. I hope it's I hope it's super competitive. I hope all these games are competitive. Yeah. Um, all right, the seven seven Broncos at the seven and seven Raiders. These are kind of two teams who, let's be honest, they're not going to make the playoffs. Both of these teams aren't going to make the playoffs. You think um, so? I don't think so. I mean, one of these teams is going to win. They're going to go to eight and seven and they're probably going to lose their next game. Both of these teams are done in my opinion. Uh, they need to be looking towards next year. The Raiders need to be thinking about a new head coach. The Broncos need to be thinking about what the hell they're going to do at the quarterback position. Is Aaron Rodgers even want to be there? Does Russell Wilson want to be there um, for fantasy purposes is. <laughs> do you start any wide receiver? Let let me ask you this. Jerry, Judy, or Gabe Davis? Gabe Davis. Isn't that crazy that we're saying that, though?
1: Yeah, we have so much expectation and hopes for Jerry, Judy coming. I mean, week one, fantastic. I wonder if it's the injury or just the offense has has changed. The
0: offense, man. They don't even look for these guys.
1: Yeah. I mean, they are successful on the ground, though. Yeah. It's very successful on the ground, you know? So, like, it's... They've won seven games on the ground.
0: It's hard to start any of these wide receivers, especially when the best wide receiver, which we believe is Jerry Judy, just dropped a goose. And it's not not like the Mike Kosecki goose with like nine targets. He had four. Didn't catch any of him. But I do have a star of the the week on this team, and that's Javante Williams. He's played really, really well since their... I mean, look, he's been great all year. But Mm. since their bye week, he's kind of... Put it into hyperdrive. Plays the Raiders who are the who give up the third most points to running backs. is the RB 15 on the year. It kind of reminds me of what happened to Gibson last year. We were like, oh, yeah, uh, he's okay. Uh, I think you can start him. And then at the end of the year, like, oh my God, he's a top 15 running back. Uh, since their bye week, he's actually the running back too. <laughs> he's the running back two since their bye week. And um, like we said, they don't utilize these wide receivers. Both him and Melvin are getting a ton of opportunities. So you could start Melvin as well. Javante is getting 21 and a half opportunities per game since the bye. And here's the thing think about this. The Broncos are within five yards of scoring a touchdown, they're on the goal line. What's their play? It's first and goal. Is it going to be play action? No, it is always a rushing <laughs> touchdown for this team. There's no play action. There's no trickery. And other teams can't stop it for some reason. And it, so if it's a first and goal, it feels like it's it's um going to be a pretty good opportunity for the running back, whoever the running back is, just to score a touchdown.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I guess the question is, if Drew Locke, Locke is in the game, are we switching up tactics? Are we saying, you know what, maybe one of these guys is fantasy relevant? Obviously, you probably can't take that into consideration now because it is the playoffs, but does that yeah. hinder Javante Williams? Does that hinder Melvin it could. Gordon?
0: It could. I think at this point though, that's more of a question for the offensive coordinator. Because and, and I think I don't think it will be affected. The game plan is so solidified at this point. Um Locke yeah. knows how this team wants to win games, and the play caller is gonna be the one. Honestly, play callers, when you think about it, they have the most power in fantasy football than any other person in in the NFL. It's not the players. Yeah. The play caller has the most power and um, I think they know what this offense looks like. So I, I would still start the running backs with the confidence.
1: Uh, I just had a weird thought. Yeah. If all quarterbacks were play callers, do you think they would just throw the ball the whole time? Mm, I
0: think it depends because I think Why quarterbacks really the quarterbacks? value the run. Why It opens up so much for them.
1: Caller? Yeah. You know, why why is that not a thing you know like well maybe a lot the, maybe of them are they can't consult they they yeah the the offensive coordinator gives him to or whoever the play caller is off the field like on staff is saying all right I'll give you play one play two I'll give yeah. you a run and the pass but maybe the pass is, is has two options maybe. you know
0: yeah, so no, that's like, true some quarterbacks don't have that i q though they need to be told to play and then they'll execute it perfectly but They can't make those decisions. Like Peyton Manning, yeah, he's that guy. Brady can do that. Even Eli Manning, no disrespect, but he's not necessarily Peyton where his IQ is so high. He was great because he had a great offensive coordinator who could call the right plays with his skill set. So just not every quarterback's that way, I guess. Shout to Eli Manning. Miss Eli. Come back. Uh, Derek Carr, I don't think you start him. No, I don't think you do that with your playoffs on the line. Josh Jacobs. There are worse options. You can start him. It's the big three: Jacobs, Waller, Renfro. You can start these guys. I agree. Uh, hopefully, Waller's back, man. I, what's going on with him? It's that's rough for anyone yeah, who it's, drafted it's, him.
1: It's not looking good for Waller right now. I mean, he's a complete disappointment at the moment. He keeps falling and falling uh, every week. He missed tied in thirteen on the year. It's a bit frustrating. I think what's his third game that he missed so far?
0: Yeah, since Just, Thanksgiving, he hasn't been back. Just doesn't look good
1: for Walla. I mean, just keep him rested. Mm. I guess. Hopefully they're I mean, if they'd make the playoffs, that'd be amazing and Waller can come back. Yeah. But we'll see.
0: All right. Last game we're gonna talk about is the six and eight Washington football team at the ten and four Cowboys. It's a Sunday night football game. Honestly, I would much rather have a different matchup flexed into Sunday night. No disrespect to my own team, but we're not making the playoffs. The Cowboys, I'm pretty sure, already won the division. And this mm-hmm. game's going to be boring. If, if I'm honest with you, this game's going to be boring. Especially if, if Heineke's not back. Um, our offense looked shockingly bad. Shockingly bad. Shockingly. And look, to be honest, with the Philadelphia Eagles, the game last week, I want to give the utmost respect to Jalen Hurts, to the entire team. But friendly reminder, we had like nobody. So many people were on COVID and so many people got injured. So maybe yeah. this game looks different, but this team just feels like it's in this spiral that isn't going to stop. I I don't think this is going to be a very exciting game to watch.
1: No, I don't think so either. I mean, it's NFC East game, not exciting. I think, yeah, it's... A typical a typical NFC East game, Cowboys is going to win. They're probably going to rest Dak and the rest of the squad, depending on how up they go, or Tilla Heineke can come in and he could be the hero. And then you're seven and six. I don't want us to win because then we're gonna we'll, we'll be well, seven. What are you trying to get? Who are you trying to get right now? I mean, I actually have the the draft order up. You're currently.
0: Tenth. I don't. I don't care. I just don't want to hurt our draft stock anymore. You, we're not. T- we're not gonna right win. We're not gonna make the playoffs. It's not gonna happen. Are you gonna draft a so, quarterback? You think? I don't know. Maybe. I, I here's what I'll say. I do think that Washington will take their quarterback pursuit very seriously this offseason. Heineke, I don't know, man. He's he's a good backup. I don't think he's a starter. I don't think he is. Um so whether that's through free agency, trades I mean, we were very close to getting Matthew Stafford. That almost happened. Probably good for him that he went to L.A. But um, we've been serious about trying to find a quarterback for a while now. And yeah. whether I, I think that could happen through the draft. They everyone say this keep, isn't a good draft for quarterbacks. But everyone keeps saying. at least. Everyone said last year was amazing. And, and right now, you know, I don't want to speak too early. Doesn't look like the best class ever for a quarterback. Well, so all
1: the reports that I've read and articles and you know hypotheticals of fantasy analysts or sorry, NFL analysts are is Matt Corral. Matt Corral. Yeah. Corral. Yeah. He's the guy that always goes to Washington every single time.
0: I attend. know. Yeah. A, I mean he's he, he's interesting. he, like, he's a project, he takes I think. He, he takes care of the ball really, really well. Uh he's an athletic guy. It'll be interesting I just don't know that there is a NFL quarterback in this draft outside of maybe Malik Willis, if he can somehow break into that mobile quarterback NFL type role. But there will be someone from this draft that's good. I just don't think analysts are going to actually be able to know who that is.
1: Yeah, um, I know it's a very defensive um, draft so far. Yeah, they love all the the pass rushers. There's probably like one or two offensive linemen. Mm. There's also a couple good safeties. They said, yeah, corners. If I'm not mistaken, um, I haven't heard much about the running back game. But yeah. look, watch the football team. If you have him, you start Gibson Terry. Um, I don't think there's anyone else I will start
0: on yeah, your team. Yeah, and, and on Terry, if if Heineke plays, I have more confidence. But if Heineke doesn't play, I would I wouldn't be opposed to looking elsewhere. Right. Especially if it's Garrett Gilbert again. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that was rough. It was rough. But if Heineke plays, I don't think you sit Terry. For the Cowboys, you guys know who to start. You start Cooper. You start CD. You start Zeke. Um, you start Schultz. You can start Dak. Lower your expectations though, because this could be a low-scoring game. So yeah, I agree. All right, we're gonna finish off with some Hail Marys. That's right, players. Uh. What's a Hail Mary? Essentially, you got to throw a pair, see what comes down from the rest of the matchups. We're going to give you one player.
1: Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter
0: mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? All right, we got seven Hail Marys for you. One from each matchup. I'm going to go first. The seven and seven Browns at the 11 and three Packers. M V S has been heavily targeted in the last couple of weeks. And Aaron Rodgers has spoken very highly of him. I know he's currently on the COVID list, but there's chances that he gets off the COVID list. If he plays, I think there are much worse options to play than M V S.
1: Ten and four Rams at the seven to seven Vikings. I'm gonna go OBJ. You know, this team is gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna need OBJ to kind of step up a little bit more and get him more integrated into this offense. He needs to make a difference for this team. They're gonna figure out a way to shut down Cooper Cup. Somebody will. OBJ four, needs to step up.
0: I like it. The four and ten Giants at the seven and seven Eagles. Is it bad to say the Eagles defense? Um, because uh, I feel like they're they're you know, a good start yeah. this week. <laughs> it's, so it's a great start. <laughs> Eagles defense I think they could potentially get a lot of turnovers Daniel Jones is out for the year not that that really helps or hurts but Eagles defense 10 and
1: 4 Bay Buccaneers the 5 and 9 Panthers and I'm keep it safe with Ronald Jones uh, my guy for this year coming in really high I think you know Tom Brady once again was disrespected by the Saints and everyone knows what happens when Tom Brady is disrespected. He is going to perform, and so is everyone else around him, Ronald Jones.
0: Honestly, please, Tom Brady, just one more week, chill, because I'm playing against you in a couple <laughs> oh, uh, playoff situations. That's so please, worst. please chill. All right, the 2-12 and 12 Jaguars at the 3-11 and 11 New York football Jets. I got a start of the week in this matchup. That's James Robinson. It's not even a Hail Mary. I'm just confident I want to tell you about it. The Jets give up the most points to running backs. Check this out. James Robinson's snap percentage under Urban Meyer was averaging out around 61% of snaps. Last week, without Urban, he was on the field 84% of snaps. He had 24 opportunities. Who was the running back one last week? Not a running back one. The best running back in fantasy last week was Duke Johnson. Wow. (laughs) And he played the New York Jets. Start James Robinson with the utmost confidence two 11 and one
1: lines of the six and eight Falcons. And I'm going to give you two. Okay. One Matt Ryan and number two, if, if Jared Goff does not play, I'm going to say the Atlanta Falcons defense, because I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball. Deandre Swift is still allowed, you know, if I'm not, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, AJ Terrell has only allowed 35 yards Mm. passing or catching against the wide receiver. He's going against, Yeah, And I'm assuming he's going to be against Amon Ross, St. Brown. He's going to lock him down. So Matt Ryan and the Falcons defense.
0: I actually really like Amon Rao. He's another star of the week for me, but that's okay. I think he's just going to get a ton of opportunities. Eight and six Chargers at the 3-11 and Texas Texans Chargers defense. I think you can start him. Love it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Those are all the Hail Marys. We won't be live this week, but, excuse me, if you guys do need help, with starts sits that kind of advice there is always patreon patreon.com slash fantasyland fam the close friends plus tier unlocks something called the fantasy hotline which is a direct line of communication to myself and badaki we answer your questions as soon as we possibly can and um we won't be live because we'll be with family but that is an option Um, that you can always consider. It's a way to support us and to get that advice, uh, unlimited advice in return. This is the last podcast of the year.
1: Last podcast
0: of the year. Last
1: fantasy football advice of the year Uh, until 2022. Look, as always, we appreciate you. Merry Christmas. We're really excited for next year already. Year three. Merry Chrysler. And Fantasyland football, you know, we're ready
0: to evolve again. Yes. It's exciting. It is exciting. Thanks, guys, for listening. Appreciate your support this year. Merry Christmas. I hope you're with your family. I hope you've enjoyed this year. I hope it's been good to you. And 2022 is going to be even better. Um, Technically, we just entered year two. uh, But technically, it feels like year three. (laughs) Uh, We're excited. And um, I don't know. Merry Christmas. I hope it's good. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Uh, we will see you in the new year. See you there. See you then. Hey. Yeah, you. The one listening to this podcast. You made
1: a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what, go ahead and do a little dance right now, like no one's watching. Cause you, you deserve it.